Hello, my name is Nigel Jones and I'm the Sales and Marketing Director of Practice Plan and it's my very great pleasure to welcome you to today's podcast where we're going to be discussing the Wesleyan Foundation in the company of uh, Jess Wilkes-Ball. Hello Jess. Hi Nigel, nice to be here. For those of people who may not be familiar with your name, I wonder if you could just uh, give us a, a brief insight into your background and your role with the Foundation. So I've been at Wesleyan for over seven years and I've had a potted history of looking after our philanthropy, charity of the year partnerships and also our, our wider CSR programmes. And since 2017, I've been uh, fortunate enough to look after the Wesleyan Foundation, which is our flagship philanthropy programme. Um, it's probably the most rewarding part of my job, being able to support so many organisations that are delivering brilliant local solutions to meet local needs and it it really is a, a real testament to Wesleyan and, and our mutual ethos of giving back to the community but spreading it across not just the bigger organizations but from the sort of grassroots up really. Yeah, excellent. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to exploring that in a bit more depth over the next few minutes or so. It'll actually be about 10 or 15 minutes worth, I think. And um I, I just wanted to to understand a little bit more about um, the background to the foundation, because you, you indicated in your first answer there about uh, the fact you've been involved for quite some time with um, initiatives that might be uh, under the heading of CSR. So, so what what led Wesleyan to the point of wanting to create a foundation to deliver that? So we had a really successful Charity of the Year partnership with Birmingham Children's Hospital. Um, we raised over a million pounds uh, across four years and um, we supported Magnolia House which was an incredible bereavement centre which is at the Children's Hospital but it got to the point where we went actually we want to change in direction we know that we can make a massive impact but we want to do it in a different way so we approached it from the point of view of actually as a business we have a, a mutual mutual fund and as part of that as a customer of Wesleyan you're able to access different different benefits and, and one of those benefits we thought actually let's set up a charitable foundation so the money is, is generated from the estate and in the first year we uh, put in just just over half a million pounds and we said let's see what the uptake was and I, I sort of you know put a little little side eye in to say we will we will spend that because the charity sector holds this country together you know they they do so much and actually those smaller amounts of money that we give out are so welcomed by smaller charities and honestly they they can count for every single penny um so yeah 2017 massively successful and we then went actually do you know what we're going to make a real commitment and commit a million pounds a year so since 2018 we've committed a million pounds a year and to date, it's actually three and a half million pounds we've spent, um, and that's uh, you know helped to support over a hundred thousand lives across the UK. Now that varies from small organisations. Our smallest ever grant was five hundred and sixty-eight pounds. Our largest grant to date was forty-five thousand. So we're not talking hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds, but what it is doing is, is having a massive impact in in not just our, our communities where our where our staff and our, and our people live but also where our customers live and also the organizations that matter to them so, so i wonder if you could maybe bring it to life a little bit more with um some examples of some of the projects that have been supported by the foundation 
So to date, um, of that three and a half million, a million pounds of that has gone into educational charities. And that ranges from after school clubs. Uh, we funded a beautiful homework club in Northern Ireland. Um, these kids are, are, are really struggle to be able to do things at home because there's some you know, chaotic environments um, or they're just not able to even access pens and paper. So the homework club sets up, they give the kids a, a meal, a drink, and um, and they help them with their homework. And it's things like that that make you realise that sometimes you just need to take that step back and realise that actually life's really hard for some young people out there. And, and being able to fund a, a homework club for an entire year, this is, this was, this was a grant of below £10,000, that funded that group for an entire year. So when I say value for money, I honestly mean value for money. Um, we've done some brilliant work with, with our medical and our dental colleagues. So we've just worked with Town Hall Foundation and we're going to be helping them to purchase a new vehicle to go around to vulnerable people or, or women living in um, temporary accommodation because they've had to flee violence and also to people who are, who are homeless to go and give them vital dental treatment. Now, if there's one thing that Wesleyan should be doing, it should be supporting our dentists in causes that matter to them. So I'm so excited. And Rachel at Town Hall Foundation is honestly amazing. Um, and, and there will be a video about the impact that our money's had coming shortly. So hopefully we'll be able to sort of link to that on all the social medias. Um, I'll just echo that, Jess, about Rachel. I've been lucky enough to meet her a couple of times and uh, she she's an amazing person and her her energy and her commitment and drive to these kind of initiatives is 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 incredible. And I think it's a it's a real good example about how um, dental practices can look to embrace CSR. It's not just some big corporate thing. It actually, you can make such a big difference at, at, at a very local level. Um, but I interrupted you. So, so what other sorts of things? So the, the smallest grant was to Bristol, which was the baby bank network. So they um, take in equipment that mums have uh, don't need anymore. So sterilizers and different things like that. And they pat test everything and £568 a year paid for their pat testing. So they are able to support really, really vulnerable mums. Um, Another project was um, we've supported loads of food banks across the UK and, you know, their, their use is increasing um, and we really want to be able to ensure that young people have access to good quality, healthy food, because from a dentist's perspective, these children need to be able to have healthy teeth. So if they're eating the right things and they're getting a hot home cooked meal, then, you know, they're helping to look after their teeth. Um, we've done some work with street teeth teeth team, um, loads of brilliant organisations who are going out and doing education in schools to, to help them um, to, to brush their teeth properly. Um, wider NHS, so we, we worked with um, Dame Claire Gerarda and uh, Practitioner Health, so we helped them to set up their brilliant wellbeing hub, so that's available to anyone in the NHS. It's not just medical professionals, it's anybody. And if, you, if you're looking for some support around that, you know, there's a Wesleyan Wellbeing Hub, which you can find on our, our website under our, under our COVID-19 response. But then there's also Practitioner Health. On the COVID piece, um, we actually were one of the first organisations as, as with our foundation partner at Harv England to commit over £100,000 specifically to the COVID response. And that ranged from, again, buying pens, paper, in ensuring that young people at home could learn. Um, but on top of that, we then siphoned another 60,000 out of the pot. And that went to an organisation called Titan Partnership. Now, I love Titan and Carolyn Chapman-Lees is one 
heck of a woman. She is amazing. She's their chief exec. And she came to us and said, look, we've got kids in Sparkbrook. We've got kids in Aston. They're desperate to learn. And they have got one mobile device between six of them. So they're unable to do their lessons. And we went, okay, 60,000 pounds. How many laptops can you buy? And honestly, I thought she was going to fall off a chair. She burst into tears and said, you have changed the lives of hundreds and hundreds of children in Birmingham with, with your kindness. And it meant that really vulnerable young people were still able to access their learning. So as you can see, it's massively varied. Um, oh, I've got so one more project that blew my mind. So I, I was on um, maternity leave last year, so I didn't get to approve this one. And, and on our grants panel, so I, I chair our grants panel. And Nigel, you are a very, very valid member of that grants panel. And um, we had a, a, an application in to work with an organisation to encourage young people to have a, a, an idea and an enthusiasm for science and STEM subjects through the sequencing of DNA. Great, but using the DNA of roadkill. Slightly controversial, but if you think about it from a circular economy point of view, you know, it's, it's a great way of teaching young people about the environment and DNA and sequencing. So they go, they go around, they apparently pick the animals up, they freeze them, they extract the DNA and then they go into schools to talk about the DNA and the, and the human genome and the animal genome and sequencing. So it's STEM, it's young people, so it's teachers, it's medical, so it's, it's, it's that. And genuinely, what a cool project. I'd have loved that at school as a kid. I mean, <laughs> oh, I had, had no idea such projects even existed, let alone that we were supporting them. <laughs> no, and that's brilliant. And that's, again, a real testament of the kinds of activity that we support so our grants panel is, is made up of individuals from across our business and all business areas and at every panel meeting we sit and we have to make really really tough decisions on what we will and won't fund and it, a lot of the time it comes down to really really small margins and sometimes we sit there and go do you know what we can't fund them this time but we'd love them to reapply to us in the future um we have a small grants programme, which is up to 2,000, and then we have a large grants programme, which is up to 10,000. Um, all the information is available on the wesleyanfoundation.co.uk website, which will also be in, in the episode description. Um, but again, do get in touch with me via the website. It's me that answers the foundation email uh, that you send your in inquiries into. If we're not able to support you because you don't... Um, operate in one of the, the the eight geographical areas where we currently have a fund open still come and talk to me because we have an, an extra pot of money that is allocated for causes that sit out of our normal funding streams so your income can be slightly more or you are not a registered charity but you're still delivering work to to organizations so the nhs for example we've given some money to so please, please do get in touch with me. It's foundation at wesleyan.co.uk. Again, it's all on the website. Um, and I'm really, really open to hearing hearing from listeners who say, actually, do you know what? I'm working with this brilliant organisation. We'd love a couple of hundred quid to do X, Y, and Z. And at the moment, we're able to turn around small grants like that within a few days. So you apply, send me your paperwork. We double check it. We make sure that everything's okay. And you can get your money within a week. I mean, there's not many other funders out there who can say that. So I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> and, and rightly so. You mentioned about my involvement on the, the grants panel. And I found that experience humbling in the sense of 
you know, I, I think it's very easy for us to get trapped in our middle class bubbles and not realise actually what's what's happening um, out in society. And and, and both from a, a, a negative perspective, but also from a, a, an immensely positive perspective, what people are are prepared to do and how they're helping so many people. So I, I found it really humbling. I found it very interesting because of, of the very innovative ways that people are able to provide that kind of support. And, and what I also liked about the grants panel was how there was this this really clear desire to to give the money and give the financial support, and if if a um, an application didn't quite quite hit the mark, didn't quite meet the criteria, actually the slant of it seemed to be around how do we help them be better at that next time, or actually if they can just answer this this question and demonstrate they've thought about that thing, then then we'll we'll be able to to um, support them. And I I, I have found the experience you know, immensely positive, and I think that's one of the things that's so so valuable. I've, I've been talking to Mark Topley, who's the CSR coach, who's working with dental practices, helping them introduce their own CSR strategies. And it's so clear now how this isn't just about raising a bit of money for a local cause. This this is this is about how you run your business, what values you have, and and it, and it, it, it indicates what culture you've got. So if you're trying to uh, attract, recruit, retain people, then um, I think involvement in these kind of things is so important and that the fact that Wesleyan through the foundation can support um, dental practices that are looking to to um, enhance 